Welcome to the Sunspots Comics Podcast, issue number 173, where I do a lot of strong recommending, but only lightly of the reviewing of what I consider to be the best of the new comic books that just came out last Wednesday, September 5th. And this particular podcast loves Bears Beats Battlestar Galactica. I am your friendly neighborhood host, Chris Latore. I hope that all is well with you and the folks that are close to your heart. That's what's most important. Please hit the subscribe button to the Sunspots Comics Podcast. Check out all of our past podcasts on our giant podcast feed. And follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Xbox Live, and YouTube at Sunspots Comics. So I always start with some thank yous. First off, thank you to you, the listener. Yes. Thank you for tuning your dial to the Sunspots Comics Podcast. There's a lot of podcasts out there, so sincerely, thank you for choosing us here at Sunspots Comics. I appreciate it. Thank you also to my friend Nick Papa George for singing and making our Sunspots Comics theme song. Check out his solo singing stuff on Facebook.com slash and his band Solution at Facebook.com slash Solution Reggae. If you love reggae, rock, ska, and just feel good music in general, you're going to love Nick Papa George's stuff and his band Solution. So check him out and thank you, Nick. Also, thank you to our sponsor, Pop Up Tea at popuptea.com. If you love a super giant selection of nerdy t-shirts to buy, then you're going to love popuptea.com. Go over to popuptea.com and use the promotional code SUNSPOTSCOMICS and you'll get 25% off of any shirt order, even the clearance stuff. So thank you to popuptea.com. So let's leap right into the SUNSPOTS COMICS podcast, issue number 173, starting out with some stuff. That's a bin floating up around inside of my nerdy brain. The first nugget of nerd lodged ever so deeply in my nerdy frontal lobes is Long Beach Comic Con. Yes, LBCC was here this last weekend, Saturday and Sunday, September 8th and 9th. And I want to just go over some of this year's highlights to kind of talk you in to going to Long Beach Comic Con because it's good. It's a nice little medium-sized, medium to small-sized Comic Con that won't break your budget also. But I first want to thank my brother John and my dear friend Michael Norris for joining me. It was actually my brother John's very first comic book convention. And I loved seeing it through his eyes. It was just fun. And I really think I helped him embrace the nerd side. So thank you, you guys, John, and my buddy Mike. And first thing that the highlight that I want to mention about LBCC 2018 was Aftershock Comics. They had a huge booth with tons of Aftershock comics and even a mystery box. That was a first for them. It was just very cool also to see my boss, Eisner Winner, CCO publisher, and Black Eyed Kids author Joe Pruitt. He was there for signings. He was in the booth. They even, both, uh, everyone in the booth basically attended the Aftershocks comics panel with Senior Vice President of Sales and Marketing Steve Rotterdam, writer Adam Glass, who wrote Aftershock titles like Rough Riders, The Normals, which, by the way, was just option for a TV show on Fox 21, 
And also, he's the writer, Adam Glass, of the upcoming comic, Lollipop Kids, that I'm super excited about. He put a lot of his own personality into that and his upbringing and where he's from in New York. Uh, by the way, they, they previewed Lollipop Kids in the panel, so it was fantastic. I cannot wait to read Lollipop Kids from Aftershock Comics. Oh, and Wesley St. Clair, the artist of the new Aftershock title called Beyonders, which I just read not too long ago. It actually made the Sunspots Comics top pick list on last week's podcast, issue number 173. So, super good. Check out Beyonders from Aftershock, but Wes St. Clair was there. Uh, he also gave me a fantastic little corgi sketch because there's a character in Beyonders that's a one-eyed, flatulent corgi, one of the best char- created characters of all time. But uh, <laughs> check it out on Podcast 173, my recommendation of Beyonders. But basically, I was an Aftershock Comics fan way before I started working for them. So for me, it was definitely a highlight of Long Beach Comic Con 2018. They do a lot of East Coast stuff, so it seems like sometimes they don't come out to the West. So it was nice to see them and meet them and get some stuff at their booth and go to their panel. So I was really happy about that. Uh, Next highlight of Long Beach Comic Con 2018 is that I got to meet Bob Fingerman, comic book creator Bob Fingerman. He did this sort of autobiographical slice of life comic called Minimum Wage. It's about a character that is pretty much Bob uh, and his pals in the 90s New York rock scene and how he handled his very odd kind of funny life and also handling a tough divorce. So there's just kind of that that funny and serious mix slice of life kind of comic set in the 90s in New York in kind of the rock grunge scene. Um, I really wanted minimum wage. Uh, I, I really related to it in a bunch of ways and I just highly recommend it. But Bob Fingerman is, he did a the hilarious sketch for me, by the way. I Check it out on sunspotscomics.com and also on my social media. But it was a pleasure to meet Bob Fingerman, a fantastic comic book creator. Check out Minimum Wage. It's done from Image Comics, but it's created, drawn, and written by Bob Fingerman. So that was a huge highlight. Another guy that's an East Coast guy that doesn't come out to the West very often. So very cool to meet Bob Fingerman. Check out at Sunspots Comics for the sketch that he did. It's funny. Another highlight of Long Beach Comic Con 2018 was meeting the creators of the indie comic book called Dino, uh, no, not called Blastosaurus. I got dinosaurs on the brain. Um, Blastosaurus was published by the LA comic book shop Golden Apple. It's a very famous comic book shop. Kevin Smith is a regular there and a lot of other celebrities because like the Paramount movie studios is just down the street. But, um, you don't see many local comic book shops publishing comic books these days. So I seriously, seriously wish them the best of luck. Uh, they were nice enough to give me the first three issues of Blastosaurus for free. And it was just super nice to see them all. I've met them all before. Uh, I've met the owner, Joe, in my visits uh, for Aftershock Comics. Uh, but thank you to the creators of Blastosaurus, Ryan, uh, Matt, and uh, I'll read their names off anyway. And the owners of Golden Apple, Ryan, Matt, and Joe. And everyone at Golden Apple that I missed. Um, I haven't actually read Blastosaurus yet. It's the gist, quick gist is it's about a mutant Triceratops detective. Uh, it was created by, written by Paul Edig and Richard Fairgray, with art by Richard Fairgray. Um, it's available at Golden Apple and Comixology for any digital stuff. So I can't wait. To, I can't wait to read Blastosaurus. I'm a sucker for dinosaurs, and it's got some fantastic art by Richard Fairgray. So very cool, Blastosaurus. You should check it out. Very, very indie, all ages, kind of fun dinosaur comic book. Can't wait to dig in and read that. 
And the last highlight that I'll mention was meeting a comic book creator named Fernando Ramirez. You can follow him online at Cookie Eyes. That's K-O-O-K-Y-E-Y-E-Z on all his social media. He created a comic book called Kubo, and it's about the fifth Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's right, a fifth. He's even working with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle creator Kevin Eastman, kind of pitching him and maybe potentially collaborating with him with the OG TMNT team and the fifth TMNT named Koba. I really dig the concept art that he's done. He did a little ash can of sketches of it, and it's ultimately about a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle that was separated from the original four years ago. He's a weaponless but very supreme hand-to-hand ninja specialist that I think is going to be a serious force to reckon with uh, in the beloved Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle uh, ethos. I hope that it's 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 merged in there. I hope maybe it's a potential villain, but then they realize that, of course, they're they're brothers. Basically, there's a lot more to it. I very may I actually may have them both Fernando and his co-writer on a future podcast. So we're t- I'm talking to them and working with them. But they did a fantastic sketch. I picked up the ash can. And again, it's called Koba. It comes out in November. I will be looking for this for sure to read. And he just did a fantastic, amazing sketch of Koba for me, which you can see on my Instagram at Sunspots Comics. So overall, Long Beach Comic Con 2018 was a success. It was a fantastic mini con. I recommend to you going next year. If you live in California, make the trip. It's worth it. Just everything is a lot cheaper. There were tons of great booths with some fantastic prices. It seemed like all the booths were willing this year to kind of bargain a little bit more. They just seem to be just motivated to sell stuff, and I really like that. It'll definitely save your pocketbook. I mean, the entry to get in is cheaper. Parking is cheaper. Just everything is on a lower scale. Food, all of it, if you want to save some money from the San Diego Comic-Con, Megacon that it is, check out Long Beach Comic-Con. It's worth it. I'm going to be sharing some of the stuff that I got there, like this fantastic, sweet Godzilla action figure which I got. Oh my God, it's so awesome. But I'll be sharing some of the stuff that I got at Long Beach Comic Con 2018 very soon on my social media at Sunspots Comics. Oh, and last thing before I close out LBCC, uh, shout out to podcast listeners, Anthony and Sam. You know who you are. It was nice to meet you again, Anthony. I actually met him at PowerCon and it was very nice to meet you, Sam. Thank you for both of you for your support of Sunspots Comics. And it was an absolute pleasure talking to you guys. So thank you, Anthony and Sam. So moving on, the next thing that's bouncing around in my weird nerdy brain is Batman Day. Yes, Batman Day. Uh, It's coming up on September 15th. It's uh, it's the fifth annual Batman Day, and there's just a bunch of free stuff and a bunch of things happening. I'll start out with what they're going to be giving away for free as far as comic book goes. You can go to a local comic book shop, bookstores, or libraries to join in on the fun of Batman Day. I, I go every year for the, for, the past, for the past five years, so I definitely recommend it. It's just free stuff and fun events all related to just Batman. The free comic book list includes the first free chapters of Sean Murphy's acclaimed series, Batman the White Knight, which I love. Fantastic. Sean Murphy's art is top-notch. Uh, Dustin Wynn and Derek Fredolves. Uh, all-ages Batman treatment series called A Lot of Lil Gotham, and a preview of upcoming Brian Azzarello and Lee Bargemo, which I love both of them, uh, their DC black label title called Batman Damned. So I'm that's fantastic. They're giving away a little preview of it. And on top of that, there will also be a huge Batman digital sale on Comixology, so they're hyping it up. Uh, there'll be some signing events of some of the top Batman collaborators out there. 
there's still a lot of information that's pending that's going to be coming very, very soon in the next day or so. There's a Batman activity kit they'll be giving out for free, so you got to look for that. There's a Batman game night. More information coming on that soon. And uh, more of those details, like I said, will be released. But start your route now. Where are you going to go? Bookstore? Comic book shop? Local library? Or all three, like me? Go to DCComics.com for more details on Batman Day. Coming to a Bat City on September on Saturday, September 15th. It's going to be an all-day event. So check out Batman Day. Coming up soon. And the last... Thing that's floating around inside of my nerd brain is I'm actually creating my very own comic book called Zombie Destroyers. It's really a dream come true. I've been wanting to make my own comic book my own way since I was a kid. I created Zombie Destroyers and I'm doing the writing and the lettering. Please follow the Zombie Destroyers team. We have artist Jordan Hudson at Skablad, Juan Mora at Young Minded Giant, and our colorist Caroline Nalasco at Carol N. Art. Thank you to all of the Zombie Destroyers team for really helping make my dream of creating a comic book become a reality. So thank you very much. And if you yourself would like to see what my comic book Zombie Destroyers looks like, go over to sunspotscomics.com and click on Zombie Destroyers. You will see three glorious sample colored pages there of Zombie Destroyers. They're fantastic. So check it out on sunspotscomics.com. Click Zombie Destroyers. Now for a mention of our segment called Spotlighting. Spotlighting is a segment on Sunspots Con- on the Sunspots Comics Podcast where I get to talk to and have some great conversations with some comic book creators. Check out on Sunspots Comics issue number 159 in the feed. I interviewed comic book creator Nandini Bapat. She created this heartwarming warming comic book about her grandfather's life called Aja. You got to check it out. Spelled A-J-A. Check it out on our Sunspots Comics podcast feed number 159 another spotlighting interview i am super proud of is the interview with comic book artist and movie director troy nixie he is also on the podcast feed he's an artist of this comic book called vinegar teeth he also directed a movie written by guillermo del toro actually called don't be afraid of the dark we talk about that and a whole bunch more check it out on the podcast feed it'll be troy nixie is the keywords But there's a bunch of spotlighting interviews with some great guests on our podcast feed because we want to help support the the comic book creators and struggling comic book creators like myself. So if you work in comics or trying to break in, just I'd love to have a conversation with you right here on a future Sunspots Comics podcast on this spotlighting segment. All you got to do is just send me a message. Maybe send me a review copy of your comic book to Chris at sunspotscomics.com or, of course, message me on all the social media at sunspotscomics. Now, onto the main course, the centerpiece, the prime cut, the sweet spot, the mother box of the Sunspots Comics Podcast, which is my comic book recommendations, where I share with you my favorite picks of the brand new comic books that just came out, New Comic Book Day, Wednesday, September 5th. And of course, just in case, a super duper light, semi-spoiler-ish alert. But don't worry, I just want to inspire you to go get these comic books, I do not really spoil them. I never discuss the last few pages at all, I just leave it alone, and I only discuss some of the interesting points in a comic book. So in case you're thinking, why didn't you discuss this or that, I really just want to get you excited, get you motivated to buy these comic books. But just in case you've been super duper light, semi-spoiler-ish alerted. And to see everything recapped, encapsulated in one place, where it's all there, all things Sunspots Comics, just go over to my website, sunspotscomics.com. Click on pull list. You'll see the just updated 96 comic book titles that I'm currently reading. That's right. 
Also, click on Top Comic Books of the Week, and you will see every top past comic book pick uh, since I started the podcast back in May of 2015. I update the website every week. I'm super proud of it. Check it out. It's sunspotscomics.com. Now, let me introduce this week's artist winner and cover artist winner of the week. Every week, I like to pick what I believe to be the best of the comic book art that just came out, the new stuff, the new comic book day stuff. This is the stuff you want to put your eyeballs on immediately. So here we go. This week's artist winner and cover artist winner of the week won both categories, and that is Ken Stacy for War Bears issue number one from Dark Horse Comics. Ken Stacy is a Canadian comic book artist best known for his work from the Now comic series Astro Boy and the Comico series Johnny Quest. But as I peruse through some of those comics, <laughs> this is by far the best work that Brian or that um, Ken Stacy has done with War Bears through Dark Horse Comics. In my humble opinion, uh, his lines are very striking, and overall, there's a very nostalgic but very hyper detailed style here that you get from Ken. I really love all the emotives on each face of every character in this. You clearly know how and what each character feels and what they're actually going through because of those fantastic, perfectly lined emotives on every face. I really love Ken's soft brush style as well. It's a little like Greg Smallwood if you watch the soft sandy edging, but it's his own sort of style as well, and he goes with hard lines as well. He mixes the two. Um, he uses it perfectly, by the way, and not too much because sometimes you can feel like, wow, that's overly done. But the colors are very deep, very rich, and just perfectly used to set the stage of this 40s timeline comic of War Bears. Um, there is also a glorious single splash page of this dream sequence of World War II. It just took my breath away. It was absolutely stunning. Uh, and the cover art, uh, it just fits so perfectly within the body of art uh, and the story of War Bears. It's this glorious little setting in which the there's just beautiful orange and browns and golds. And then bam, you're hit with some red. I love that. Uh, and it's where our werebear character Sophia is fighting Hitler and she has her two polar bear sidekicks with her. And then at the bottom right, we see the happy comic book writer at work while his story just kind of floats around in his head onto the page. It's wonderful. Thank you, Ken Stacy. I hope I'm pronouncing your name right. Uh, your art is an absolute inspiration. And you are the Sunspots Comics artist winner and cover artist winner of the week for War Bears, issue number one from Dark Horse Comics. You've got to check it out, guys. It's fantastic. And the breakdown. I actually read 14 comic books this week, and only five of them made it to the Great Ones recommendation list. That's right. It's super tough to make that top comic book list here at Sunspots Comics. And new number ones. There were three new number ones that came out this week. Uh, and only one of them made it to the great comic book pick list. That's right. So please especially listen closely to that one when I list off what that new number one is. Because you want to jump right in when it just starts. It's just a, a better way to do it. And you don't have to catch up and read a bunch of issues to be all caught up. So here are my top comic book recommendations. This is my great ones list of the best of the new comic books that just came out. New comic book day, September 5th. I recommend that you go buy these at your local comic book shop today go to comicbooklocator.com if you need comicbookstorelocator.com if you need some help finding a shop near you so here we go these are the five great comic books this week that i recommend write them down here we go coming in at number five 
is Leviathan, issue number two. This is from Image Comics, written by John Lehman, who did Chew for a bunch of years that I absolutely love. That's why I highly recommend this comic. Art by Nick Patera. His style is kind of flashback 90s, but just over-the-top kind of cartoony. It's very kind of rock and roll edge to it is the best way to, to describe it. But uh, there is a secret society of dinosaurs being grown underground. What else do you need right there? I love the little origin mystery of the giant Leviathan Godzilla monster. And they're just kind of tickling your feather with, with a feather and that telling us exactly how it's been done. But this is just overall a bunch of fun. It has some over-the-top coloring style, very much like Cosmic Ghost Rider. Kind of reminds me of that, the artist there and the coloring. But our main dude, Ryan, uh, while he's worried about his girlfriend's head injury, uh, <laughs> thanks to his dude friends, which may have summoned this Leviathan, by the way, um, it's destroying the city. There's Satan-y stuff involved. <laughs> but I loved, um, my, maybe my favorite sequence, is where Ryan, our main dude, because he's definitely a dude in this, <laughs> he's not a man, he's a dude, um, is, take, is talking to a priest, but just keeps swearing and sweating and apologizing after every other swear word. I just love it. It's a funny little sequence. You have to see it. It's drawn so hysterically. The, I love the way that that Nick Patera does the eyes. It's, it's They're kind of like spawn eyes is the best way to describe them. Just slits, ultimately. But uh, Oh, and the Easter eggs of, of Chog from John Lehman's Chew series. I love the sprinkling of Easter eggs from Chew. Just keep doing it, John Lehman. I love it. I know what it is. If you love the series Chew, you'll see sprinklings of Easter eggs like the Chog from, from Chew in here, in Leviathan. Um, so it's nicely done, Mr. Lehman. Uh, but the government thinks that the Leviathan is a mutated dinosaur because they have a bunch of hidden dinosaurs deep underneath the earth. And uh, so they rally together with some awesome government mechs and they just start kicking dino asses. It's just a fantastic fight sequence. I love the way that they are hilariously dispatched. You'll see what I'm talking about when you read it. <laughs> I laughed a bunch of times at all the fun ways that the government kills the dinosaurs. They're over-the-top gory. Uh, disgusting and great. Uh, if you want to see some dudes uh, deal with a Leviathan and the government killing dinosaurs in fun way, delivered in this funny package, unique art style, this is for you. It's it's definitely for me, and I highly recommend it. Leviathan. It's just a ton of fun. And coming in at number four is Cosmic Ghost Rider issue number three. Keeps the fun thing going here because it's right along lined up with Leviathan. It's just another seriously fun comic book. This is from Marvel Comics, of course, written by Donnie Cates, who was one of my favorite writers, artist Dylan Burnett. Over-the-top, cartoony style, similar to Leviathan. Uh, it's just so brightly colored, over-the-top coloring, just way overly saturated in, uh, in this cosmic realm of sort of a color palette. It's fantastic looking and just very cartoony fun. Um... But Cosmic Ghost Rider issues one and two, by the way, have been uh, Sunspots Comics' top picks of the week. So this is three in a row. All three issues of Cosmic Ghost Rider have made it to the top comic book pick list. That rarely happens, folks. But um, I was cracking up a ton with this. It's so hilarious. Cosmic Ghost Rider takes on the entire Marvel Universe because Cable keeps going back in time, bringing back Marvel's superheroes to fight Cosmic Ghost Rider, and then just... They get slaughtered. I'll, I'll tell you that much. But in hilarious ways. Um, <laughs> in, all, in hilarious different kind of ways, which I love. It's just like one after the other. He's just killing the Marvel Universe. But I love when uh, they introduce Rocket Groot. That's maybe my favorite part of it. I just laughed. 
um, which is Rocket piloting a mech suit made of his tree buddy Groot. And there's a moment where he just says, like he's reading that description, it's Rocket Groot, you know, a mech suit made of his tree buddy. And then he just stops and says, shut up, you like it. <laughs> I just love that breaking of the fourth wall. And yes, we, we do love it. <laughs> Rocket Groot is fantastic. Um, but it, it's laugh-packed in almost every panel. I need more of the evil baby Thanos. You'll see what I'm talking about when you read this. I need an action figure of baby Thanos, a t-shirt, bubblegum, I don't care, whatever. I need baby Thanos stuff. It's got a lot of interesting artistic style, like I said, very over-the-top cartoon coloring. It's just beautiful. It's a fun package right here. You get, you just go back, get all three issues of Cosmic Ghost Rider. You'll be happy that you did. It's so much fun. Check it out. But now here we go. This is the top three of the great comic book pick list. Coming in at number three is Relay, issue number three from Aftershock Comics. This is written by Zach Thompson and drawn by Andy Clark, also co-written by Mr. Donnie Cates. Yes, who just wrote Cosmic Ghost Rider and does a whole bunch of other stuff. He's very busy. But uh, this is one of those comics that just keeps getting better with each issue. I love that. Uh, by the way, one main reason I really dig Relay is I absolutely respect and love when science fiction stories show a hopeful future for the human race. Yes, that doesn't happen very often. Most of it is apocalyptic. But um, quick gist of Relay to get you kind of caught up since this is issue three. This giant monolith lands on Earth and it says one statement over and over again, just booming out of this giant monolith, which is, when I think about it, it's gotta be really annoying, right? If you live anywhere near it, which it's just completely populated. Everyone lives all around it, but can you imagine every so often this booming sound of anything coming out of anywhere? <laughs> anyway, but it says over and over again, you must find Donaldson's world. Our three main characters actually find Donaldson's planet world last issue. And maybe he's actually God. Maybe Donaldson is God or this deity of some sort. Um, but anyway, Earth decides to blow it up. They decide to blow the monolith, uh, not blow the monolith, but blow the planet up where Donaldson is. And uh, seems like a very Earth thing to do, that Earth would do. This could be God, let's blow it up! I don't know. But, um, <laughs> uh, and it, so it's all about really this, this giant cover-up of a sort of deeper conspiracy that's going on. Like, why? Why did they blow up this planet? What are they trying to hide? I love the mystery. I love the, the sort of very metaphysical conversation about religion. That's what it's really kind of all about and how it affects science, ultimately. But now things between our three main characters are really going bad. You, I, you really, I was really surprised. I thought that three core characters would kind of stay together. No, they don't. Uh, so some fantastic writing. There's real stakes. Things happen to our main three characters. And we're only on the third issue. And also, we finally get to see inside the monolith. And what did I see? I'm not really sure. <laughs> it's open for interpretation. I would love to hear what you think. It is, that's inside the monolith. But, uh, yeah, hit me up. But I'm not sure. But um, <laughs> but I love that, that it's twisted and odd. A little bit of a Salvador Dali reference there. Um, but anyway, Vic, the main character, had to arrest Jad uh, to keep the secrets of the monolith going. But that's the quick gist, without spoiling too much. But it's a gripping story. It's optimistic science fiction. There's realistic characters, real stakes, amazing art. I highly recommend Relay. It's our number three pick of the week. So check out Relay from Aftershock Comics. And coming in at number two is Vampironica, issue number three. This is from Archie Horror. 
It is written by Greg Smallwood and art by Meg or art by Greg Smallwood, but co-written by his sister Meg Smallwood. It's a very cool brother sister team. You don't see that very often. Um, and I've absolutely loved all the Archer horror series. I definitely recommend them. But Vampironica feels like 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 Buffy the Vampire Slayer, uh, Archie, and the Lost Boys, and um, maybe ultimately those two things come together and they had this beautiful little vampire baby. <laughs> but uh, I have just, like I said, absolutely loved all of the Archie horror series, uh, like Afterlife, Afterlife from Archie, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, even Jughead the Hunger, where he's a werewolf. They have all been fantastic, and I really don't consider myself a fan of the Archieverse. But Vampironica, uh, her nerdy little sidekick, Dilton Doily, I love that hilarious name, by the way, uh, and Archie Kins himself have teamed up to kill the master vampire, Ivan, to reverse the curse of the vampire and save all the good people of Riverdale. That's the quick gist. My favorite sequence is this big fight scene. Yes, it just goes on. It's great. It's visceral. It's heavy. It goes on between our heroic three and the vampire parents, Vampironica's parents, who have been turned by the king vampire Ivan himself. It's just a fun fight sequence <laughs> that I love. It's drawn so well. Absolutely love Greg Smallwood. He's been he is one of my favorite artists of all time. Who did Moon Knight for a bunch of a bunch of years and a bunch of other stuff. Um, I'm just a sucker <laughs> for. Also, I love 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 when comics do this. When they take the action word and just make it really giant and fill art within that word, like wham, and that's that's the word that was used, by the way, in this action sequence, and then art was filled into it where they just kind of running over a vampire. It's fantastic action art, and I love when they use the fonting and fill the fonting in with art. I just, I'm a sucker for that. So keep doing that, comics, and Greg Smallwood is, uh, he does that from time to time. So if you love a delicious burrito filled with your favorite things, then you're going to love the just Americana Vampire Archie Burrito <laughs> of Vampironica. So get Vampir, Vampir, the only sort of light knock is that the release date is a little um, inconsistent. It's like not four weeks, but seven. You have to wait a little while longer, but we're on three. So catch up now, jump in, get Vampironica issue number three. But here we go now. We are on to the number one comic book pick of the week, the top one. The great one, the champion, the top dog, the supreme leader, the big kahuna, the grand poobah. This week's number one comic book pick of the week is War Bears, issue number one from Dark Horse Comics. That's right. This is our artist winner, cover artist winner of the week, and the only new number one comic book to make the top pick list this week. This is from Margaret Atwood, writer and art, again, artist winner, cover artist winner, Ken Stacy. And let me tell you, um, Margaret Atwood, she is a Canadian poet, novelist, inventor, teacher, and environmentalist uh, activist. Uh, this is her second foray writing comic books, by the way. She wrote a series in 2014 called Angel Catbird, which I got to check out. I've, I've got it sort of bookmarked. I'm going to be reading it very soon on Comixology. But she's mostly known for writing Handmaiden's Tale, which is now a highly acclaimed TV show on Hulu. But this is a wonderful ode to the golden age of comics. Yes, I'm a big sucker for that. War Bears is a wonderful homage to the very birth of the comic book medium. It's a sort of homage and just feels like a Norman Rockwell painting throughout all of it. 
it's rare that we get to see also a comic book that has a Canadian patriotic vibe. It's it's Canadicana, right? <laughs> but the quick gist, by the way, young Aylin, or Elaine has dreams of selling his comic book about a werebear, changeling woman, and her two polar bear companions that are fighting the good fight in World War II. Elaine has asthma and bad vision, so he doesn't get picked to go to the war. Very kind of Steve Rogers-esque kind of story. And uh, his older brother does, and I love how he adorably looks up to his older brother. There's a little sequence of that. And he just landed his first new job in comics, and it's a nightmare. <laughs> and that definitely shows how the comic book industry was at its birth. His boss is just a real ball buster <laughs> um, with all kinds of moxie, see? That's, that's the best way to describe his boss. She is a, a tyrant. But my favorite sequence overall, and I really had a bunch of them, that if I had to pick just one, was when they sort of take a break for a second from the story, and you get to read Elaine's comic book, Our Sonnet. I didn't like the title of it, but that's about the feisty uh, Francophone who got her powers when she was bitten by a werebear. And there's just tons of punching Nazis in this. It's just a great nostalgic World War II fight, ultimately. And War Bears, it has a lot of fun and just, it's really a work of prose. The dialogue is just so professional. Margaret Atwood, you can you can sense it. You can feel the difference of the way the dialogue is laid out here. And surprisingly, you would think that someone that's such a, a highly acclaimed writer, there would be a ton of narrative. Honestly, it was well balanced. And I, I appreciate that, Margaret Atwood. Thank you. I would imagine she wanted to put a whole lot more words in it. But understanding the medium, medium, I think she just reeled it in a little bit. But by the way, there is a huge introduction from Margaret Atwood and the artist, ben, uh, Ken Stacy at the very beginning. It will You'll initially kind of go, wow, this is like five paragraphs, and it's like a full page with small font. But read it. It was totally worth it. Uh, Margaret Atwood lays out um, how she was inspired by this story, being a Canadian, a proud Canadian. It's just really good. Don't skip it. <laughs> Trust me. It'll be worth it. Read the introduction from the both of them. But overall, War Bears was just a delight, absolute delight to read. I seriously recommend it. I hope issue two comes out on time and comes out soon, even. I would take it this week, next week. I don't care. It's absolutely gorgeous to look at. It filled me with nostalgia. It's interesting in the area of that it's Margaret Atwood that's this acclaimed writer, so it has a different feel to it. The art style of Ken Stacy, who he doesn't do a lot, so it's nice to see him... Uh, lay out his Norman Rockwell painting of art that is just glorious. Um, so it has the whole package. It's a time, uh, you know, it's an era piece set in World War II and the birth of comics and an homage to the Golden Age of comic books. So seriously, I recommend it. War Bears, our top comic book pick of the week. It was phenomenal. So go get it. Seems like uh, it was not really on the radar as I go through a lot of sort of articles and so on as I do to see kind of what everyone's, the buzz is. There's not a lot of buzz. So it's a gem, folks. War Bears, issue number one from Dark Horse Comics, written by Margaret Atwood and art by Ken Stacy. Again, art winner, cover artist winner, the only number one to make the pick list. It is all of it and then some and a bag of chips. So there you go. <laughs> so that's it. I hope you enjoyed uh, the Sunspots Comics podcast, issue number 173. Let me go ahead and lock the vault door. There you go. All those comics are nice and safe. <laughs> Um, so there you go. That's the new comic book recommendations for this week for new comic book day, September 5th. Please go to a local comic book shop and buy these immediately. Tell them Chris from the Sunspots Comics Podcast sent you. 
If you have any questions, comments, or you'd like your own personal comic book recommendation, email me at chris at sunspotscomics.com. I'd love to hear also your feedback. Please hit me up. And would you like some free comic books? Well, from time to time, as a thank you to you, the listener, I give away free digital comic book codes in Sunspots Comics podcasts. And there are still some unclaimed Marvel digital comic book codes available. Just listen to past Sunspots Comics podcasts that are on our feed. Grab the Marvel digital code that I usually read towards the beginning of each podcast. Then go to marvel.com slash redeem, punch in the code, and see if you won. It's that easy. So thank you for listening. Just a little something from me, Chris from the Sunspots Comics Podcast. Sign up for our newsletter. It's sunspotscomics.com slash contact. Oh, and don't forget, check out cryptidzoo.com. My buddy Julian makes these awesome augmented reality t-shirts based on cryptozoology. I love their unique designs of shirts. You got to check them out. I wear Cryptozoo shirts proudly. Um, So you get your, your phone and this HP Reveal app. You merge them together and the shirt will come to life. There's like videos that come to life on your phone that are coming from the t-shirt, and they're all different. you got to check it out. Uh, the the CryptoZoo t- Crypto t-shirts just come to life. But also, most importantly, go to CryptoZoo.com, use the promotional code SUNSPOTSCOMICS, and you'll get 25% off your order. That's right, CryptoZoo.com. And please tune in next week for SUNSPOTS COMICS podcast issue number 174, of this, where I will be reading a list of 17 new comic books that come out Wednesday, September 12th, and there are two new number ones that are they're coming out. So hopefully those are super great. So I can recommend them to you on next week's podcast. Please help us right here at the Sunspots Comics Podcast. If you want to give a little back, go over to iTunes. Give us some positive words and a five-star review. I'll read that review on a future podcast. Give you a shout-out. And I will mail you some comic books. And a little fun comic book-related prize pack. Right to your door. Just for taking the time to give us a five-star review on iTunes. So I'd love to have your feedback. Hit me up if worthy. Give us five stars on iTunes. Thank you. And please subscribe. Listen in. Tell a nerdy loved one about our weekly podcast about brand new comic books. And really, thank you for listening. Again, thank you for choosing us. I know there's a lot of podcasts out there, but thank you for your time. And thank you so much for listening. I hope you had a good time. So I'll see you later. Spend some quality time with the ones you love by reading comic books together. Keep it nerdy and be like water, my friends. Until next week, I'll see you later. Bye-bye. running. I want you to fall in on those yellow footprints 
with your buddy at the position of attention. No lallygagging around my area. Head nice straight forward. You understand me? Yes, Dad. I didn't hear you. Yes, Dad.